Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that movie is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about a movie that I have heard a lot about and super interested so super excited I got to watch it and talk about it. I surprisingly have a lot of things to say about this movie, which is Skinamarink. This is a super, 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 super low-budget film. Came out last year, 2022, written and directed by Kyle Edward Ball. The stars is only a few actors in this movie. Uh, Lucas Paul, uh, Dolly Rose, uh, Dolly Rose uh, Tetralt. Ross Paul and Jamie Hill. And uh, the movie, if there is any plot, uh, at least the plot given on IMDb, two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing and all of the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Uh, watching this movie, I probably wouldn't have come up with that if I had written five different things I thought this movie would be about. Uh, but it is true that things definitely vanish, and it's interesting to know that aspect of it. Um, <clears throat> this is a movie that I would recommend to somebody looking for a very completely unique horror movie experience. Experience being the key word. This is a an experience. This is a not a movie that necessarily cares too much about narrative or plot or story. Uh, but it is an experience and terrifying, I would say. Uh, I would think the majority of people who watch this movie would absolutely hate this movie. Uh, not surprising that people probably do actively hate this movie. But also not surprising that it does resonate with some people, and it resonated with me in a way that I found to be quite baffling. And uh, so it's not a movie that I would necessarily recommend, but I would love to have conversations with people who have watched it and did like it. Because I think this movie does inspire a lot of conversation in some ways and a lot of interpretation and it could be interpreted in different ways which i'll get into that into spoilers um so you know this movie i wouldn't necessarily despite the fact i like this movie i wouldn't say it's entertaining uh it is definitely more of a vibe type of a movie and it did succeed at scaring me it did succeed at stressing me out while watching it, it made me very jump scared uh, yelling at the th the screen moments i i will go through all that in my review but uh it, it is a very weird video film uh almost an art like an like a fine art piece in some ways um 
right? If you want a horror movie that is unlike anything else, this is the movie to check out, right? And I wouldn't, don't hate on me for liking it. I wouldn't hate on somebody for not liking it. It is definitely a movie that is either going to work or not work for you. And I doubt there's any middle ground when it comes to this movie, right? It's a very interesting movie, very haunting experience, right? Absolutely terrifying at times. Uh, it is absolutely the confusion and the disorientation of this film really play into that horror of the film, I think. You're constantly questioning what you're seeing, right? Questioning what you're hearing, questioning what is even happening. Like, so much of this movie takes place in your own imagination, right? Way more than takes place on screen, which I think is, is, I think is a feature of this movie and not a bug. I think that is absolutely intentional. It's not like this movie accidentally doesn't show you anything. But the fact that so much, and it's the thing that people have said, like the thing, the reason why Jaws is so scary is because you never see Jaws. It's the reason why I think a lot of people like Paranormal Activity, because you don't see the, the, the haunted demons in that movie, you know? And the, the, one of the films in that series that did was by far the worst. Right. It is a it is so much of this experience plays out in your own head, plays out in your own imagination. And you fill in a lot of gaps. I filled in a lot of gaps. I had so many different storylines going on trying to explain what I'm seeing in my head. And I think the fact that everything is so like disorienting and confusing is, is, a, is a big part of that and really inspires that in the audience, right? Um, the things you don't see in this movie, scarier than anything that it can show you, right? That is the terrifying thing, the, the constant anticipation of what am I going to see, right? And you have like the way this is filmed, the super low light, super grainy like it just in it just everything about this movie makes it it forces you to really use your imagination and use your own paranoia in in your experience of this movie right because there's no real story right or narrative right you can start to p kind of put things together bits and pieces in your head right but it, it's never confirmed nor denied if your assumptions are right, right? Almost it's very much like a bad dream, right? That you just have fragments of the confusion, right? But it sticks with you. It, it really has, it, it really ins it kind of uh, has that kind of a feel to it, right? It definitely taps into that aspect of life where you can like, it, because it taps into that aspect of life, of the imagination of the paranoia that taps into that in a way that other movies just can't where I think other movies do a little bit and I'll talk about that. But I think because this movie is so much of this movie you're putting together in your head or you're imagining filling in the gaps in your head, I think allows you to do things that they could never show you. And I think it also makes the experience different for everybody watching it. Because I have very, there are things personally from my life that added to what I thought I was watching that just added to the fear of what I was watching, right? Similar to Paranormal Activity, right? 
a lot of still shots of just nothing, right? So, except for paranormal activity, at least like it's in the bedroom. You see like the doorway, them in the bed, right? This is like not even that. This is just like of nothing a lot of the times, right? Just very ominous sounds come up, the different camera angles, right? Just like all these kinds of different shots. So you, you have these interestingly composed shots, right? Where you're seeing like the corner of a room where the corner of two walls meets the ceiling. You'll see just a shot of the carpet and then the horizon line is at the very top. So you only see like the kid's feet. Like some tons of views where you're not seeing so much of what happens happens off camera, right? It is interesting. The compositions are interesting. So it's like, I don't know. It's just and and so low lit and the noise, the visual noise of it is like it, it is all aesthetically kind of fits together, I would say. Right. And the visual noise itself almost acts like those magic eye posters. If you were around in the 90s when those were popular, where you like cross your eyes and you see like this 3D image kind of materialize in the the still painting that you're looking at. Right. Watching this movie, especially on my projector, like so much noise that is the visual noise grain of the film that that this movie is filmed in like and you're just looking at this like still image, except for all this noise that's going on, this visual noise, and you almost start imagining and seeing things and that you almost start hallucinating things within that noise, right? Like when you're sleeping in a dark room, especially if you're in a room you've never been in before, and in the dark you kind of almost see a silhouette in the corner of the room, and then you turn the lights on and it's just like, oh, your jacket is draped over a chair, right? But in the dark, in your imagination, it is somebody sneaking, hiding in the corner, ready for to attack you when you go to sleep, right? That is what this movie does. This movie messes with your brain. And that visual noise that you're constantly seeing, this like constant graininess of the film, I think only enhances that. Like where you almost think, like, is that something moving? No. Like it, it, you're constantly questioning constantly everything you're seeing, everything you're hearing. Right. And, you know, shots of the floor, as I said, shots of the corner of the room. You have kids whispering, which is just scary. Um, you have a lot of like weird lighting changes paired with like different kinds of sound effects, almost giving it like a sci-fi feel in a way. Um, right. You really only see the kids feet or their legs. Uh, maybe you see somebody from the back. Like you never see anything very clearly. It is it is almost like you're you're looking at this from the perspective of one of their toys that is just like laid on the floor and you're just staring at the corner of the room while you can hear things happening off camera and then all of a sudden you look at a different thing and you're still not seeing it but you're it's just kind of wild kind of wild let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to promote 
Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor Show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get Get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of the Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com/plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. And I would say this would make for a great experience for like if you're with friends or having or maybe on a date right and like i think there are certain crowds you can be with and certain atmospheres where this would be really good i actually thought of there's something i used to do a lot um for anybody that consumes cannabis to i used to eat high dose edibles and go watch movies that were stressful right it's almost like going on a ride right eating a high dose edible and right when it's kicking in turning on captain phillips or turning on free solo the movie where the documentary where the guy climbs up el capitan with no ropes right very stressful absolutely gorgeous this movie on a high dose edible where weed already enhances paranoia and creative thought and tangents and also following narratives can be difficult anyway so a movie that really has no narratives it almost feels like this movie is designed for somebody who had just eaten a little bit too much weed and i would say that that would probably only enhance this experience and make it even more terrifying right but it is definitely one of those kinds of movies where it's only going to work for certain people in a certain environment i made sure it was dark I made sure it was nighttime. I tried to make it as close to scary as possible. I'm, I don't really get scared. But while watching this, I was stressed out, right? Or watching this, if you're staring, staying at somebody's house you don't know, like an Airbnb, like a creepy house that you're not used to, you turn this on, good luck sleeping. But that would it would only enhance it, right? Like somebody where you're not, someplace where you're not used to the noises that happen at the house right when the lights are off you're not used to knowing where everything is so those little subtle silhouettes that are in the distance are a little bit scarier because you're in a place you're not familiar with like those would be environments i would say this movie would probably shine um especially if you're a little bit too intoxicated on some weed uh, but I do want to get into spoilers as much as you can spoil this movie. I do want to talk about specifics of this movie. So from here on out, I'm going to be talking about spoilers of this movie. And like I said, a lot of this story, specifically, I'm going to talk about w the stories that I came up with in my head. Because uh, a lot of this, the stories I wrote in my head while watching it, right? Just to fill in the gaps. Because this movie gives you little to nothing. Which you know is is uh, a gamble for sure right which i think is also kind of the intention of the film as well 
like you have these two kids. So one of them was these two kids were staying with like their dad, like their parents are separated. Not the reality of this movie. The movie, the parents are together. The dad just disappeared. Right. So did the windows and doors. But in my head, it's like these two kids who are staying at their dad's. Right. The parents have split custody. The dad watches them like a night or two a week. Right. Barely ever watches them. So like these kids are in a house that they're not really familiar with a house that is pretty bare and a house that really doesn't have a lot of toys for them. That is kind of what this house seems like. It doesn't seem like it's a house that has two kids living in it. Right. So one of those storylines was like, Oh, these kids are just staying at their, their dad's place. Right. While, while, you know, he has custody. Right. And the dad like passed out drunk, drugs whatever passed out so the kids are kind of just on their own doing whatever they want in the house that really has a whole lot not not a whole lot for them right the the tv doesn't even have cable the only thing they're able to get is some some vintage cartoons on the tv which just add to the creepiness the constant flickering of the crt tv and these like old-timey cartoons that are kind of creepy anyway right they like you would see that at like some stepdad's house that didn't really care about their kids right like oh here's a tv here's some legos go to town that's seemingly that's all they have right and they woke up in the middle of the night their dad's passed out and these kids are like just kind of playtime hasn't stopped for them because they know dad is passed out right which that's not the actual story of that but that's kind of one of the which makes it creepy like all oh, these kids are like while they're up and they're no supervision the adults are gone or asleep they're seeing like these scary things happening in this house that that's not their house it also reminded me a personal experience of like there was a lot of times growing up raised by a single mom but i was i spent a lot of time at other people's houses right usually not like a babysitter at my house a lot of the times i would spend the night at a friend's house quote unquote friend's house which i don't know how often i actually knew the kids because they weren't always my age but i remember specifically especially one where i would stay and i don't remember any adult supervision and it's actually the place where i remember one of my first memories of getting audio hallucinations. So I don't know if I would gotten secondhand high or whatever at this place, but it's basically like my mom wanted to go out for the weekend or whatever. And I was sent to go stay with this other adult that has a kid to quote unquote babysit me. And I'm just at this place where maybe I'm friends with the kid. I mean, definitely two kids. We, you know, we become friends, whatever, even though he's like way younger than me. And I don't really remember the moms being around. This is the place where I remember watching like RoboCop and like Kung Fu movies. Like it's a lot of the stuff that I wasn't allowed to watch. I was young too, young. But it, like this reminded me of that where it's just like you're just these two kids unsupervised just kind of doing whatever you want and just really feeling like you're alone. Like there is nothing around really. So kind of, you know, that fear of being in a place where you don't know the people, you don't know the place, right? You're not really supervised. A place that's not really for kids. It's not like there was entertainment for us. We were watching RoboCop and like like uh, Kung Fu movies and stuff, right? Maybe a few random toys, but like not like 
this is not a place for kids, really, right? And you have the random noises in a house that you're not familiar with, all that stuff. So that was kind of one of the narratives going through my head. Um, and the move, the kids in this movie experience disorientation, right? <clears throat> Things disappearing, right? Obviously, according to the description, the windows and the doors disappeared, which I didn't know happened. Uh, there's at one point, there's a chair is on the ceiling, right? All of a sudden, at one point, the toilet disappears, and then they like put buckets there to use because the toilet disappears. Uh, at one point, there's this naked Barbie that's on the ceiling and is also one of the in like this weird pose that holds like a lot of these shots are just long holds on it. No movement, nothing happening aside from all the visual noise. And it's like that scene with the Barbie turned into one of the first terrifying moments that happens. Um, absolutely scared the fuck out of me. Right. Because this movie is like lulling and lulling you into like this false sense of security. It's like almost this this board and this. It's almost like hypnotizing you. It's as you're just like staring at these scenes where nothing is moving except for the grain of the film. And then all of a sudden something happens and it's like scares the fuck out of you. Right. Just completely gets you into a state of complacency and then just pulls the rug right out from under you. Right. Kids don't know where their parents are, right? There's place where I don't know where daddy is. I don't know where mommy is. It is like kind of a scary, like you're un, un, uh, supervised. You got these random cartoons on this old CRT TV, right? Almost as if the kids got into the parents' drugs, and that's why they're disoriented. That's why they're hallucinating. Because there are moments in this where it feels like the kids are hallucinating, right? And very uneventful, despite the fact that, I mean, it's it's an experience watching this. I mean, you're watching a lot of just still video images of not a whole lot happening with weird noises. But just enough, right? As you fill in the gaps with your assumptions. Kind of contemplating the story of why these kids are there, what's happening with the kids. And it's just like, I'll just be lost in my mind imagining what's happening and then all of a sudden something will happen and scare the shit out of me right just totally hypnotizing me it just lulls you into a daze and then jolts you awake it's it's crazy very minimal sensory experience really minimal as i said but still effective i would say probably the most tense and terrifying scenes that i've seen in a long time right the bedroom scene specifically is like, oh my God, that scene. That's where I was talking to the screen. I was like just, I'm like like curled up watching this bedroom scene where the kid goes into the parents' bedroom and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Oh no, what are we doing here, right? And it's shown from the perspective of the kid, like a first-person perspective of the kid, where they go into this dark room and I'm like sitting watching this and the kid goes, walks up to his dad, right? So you're the camera is the kid, and the dad, you can barely see the dad in like he's a silhouette and sitting on the edge of the bed, not really moving, you know, kind of just like looking down, very still. And you have this kid whispering to him, right? And the dad says, Look under the bed. I'm like, Don't do that. Don't, don't you, don't look under the bed. And super slow, the camera 
goes from looking at the dad and then going to bend down to look under this dark ass bed. And I'm like, oh, my God, something's going to jump out like it's going to whatever is going to happen is going to scare me. And I'm like, don't look under the bed. What are you looking under the bed for? And he looks under the bed and then nothing happens. I'm like, oh, OK. And then the dad's like, look under the bed again. It's like, no, don't do it. And then the camera's just slowly going to look under the bed again. I'm just like sitting there going, this is not good. I don't want this to happen. What are you doing, kid? Why are you looking under the bed? This is crazy. Go back to watching cartoons. Go to sleep. Do something. What are you doing? Don't look under the bed. I'm yelling at the screen, right? Then he looks up again. The dad's disappeared, right? He's like a foot away from the dad as he's like sitting on the edge of the bed, kind of towards where the pillows would be at the top of the bed, right? And the dad has all of a sudden disappeared. And the camera slowly looks across the bed to the other side of the bed, the far side of the bed. And now the mom is sitting at the edge of the bed in the same kind of pose, but her back is faced now to you. And it's like, oh, no, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good, you know. And then she tells the kid to close their eyes. I'm like, don't close your eyes, kid. Don't do that. Don't listen to her. What are you doing? This is, do not do this. I'm, like, so tensed. I'm, like, curled up on my seat watching this scene, and she's telling this kid to close their eyes. I'm like, that is something you do not do, kid. You do not close your eyes. This is not the point where you close your eyes. Do not do this to me. I don't want to be in the dark. You're going to be in the dark. This is not going to be good. Your dad disappeared. He looked, told you to look under the bed. What's under the bed? Is something under the bed going to get you when you close your eyes? I'm freaking out. And then, of course, kid closes his eyes. I'm like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Right? I just not good at all. Right? And then, then there's another crazy jump scare scared the it's like this long slow drawn out tense scene and then bam and got me i mean i was like scared the entire time and then you you know that something's gonna happen and then it just does and it's just it's the the pacing and the, the 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 slowness and the everything is just like just like, oh, why am I experiencing? This is not, I do not want to be here. This is a horrible situation. But it got me, got me good. But just a lot more buildup in that one. And it, I think it only really works if you're experiencing this movie in the way you're experiencing and seeing the scenes, seeing how long it takes you for, to get to that scene. But I would say that is by far the most intense scene of this movie. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs. And now, back to the show. And then there's a scene where the kid calls the cops and you're seeing like the the uh, subtitles for the cop on the phone. And this kid's like, oh, I stabbed my eye. And the cop's like, oh, we're going to be there for you. Just stay on the phone. And it's just like, it's intense, this this phone call with the cop. Scary. Absolutely scary, right? 
I was nervous and stressed out the whole time, right? Just looking at the screen, just trying to manifest something to happen because nothing's happening. But I also don't want things to happen because they're not going to be good. And it's just that's the entire. There's like the scary toy scenes. There's like blood splatter scene. There's like these weird things that happen. And because you're the audience watching this thing, you just can't help but just keep. I like I couldn't. I I was not bored at all. Even though I'm watching nothing happening, I am like just like oh something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen. Oh no! Like it's just this constant dread throughout the entire thing as I'm watching this movie, and uh, I don't know, man. It's insane. On paper, this is the dumbest movie ever that nobody should watch, and I don't understand how it would do anything. But when you watch it and you experience it, the the, the few elements that this movie has and the way they're used is does a thing to you watching it in a way that no horror movie does. I mean, there's moments that you get. Like, there's scenes in movies that are can build attention like that, but... This one, because you're so much in your own head creating the narrative and, and imagining things that could happen, I think plays into the terror so much more than a movie that's kind of guiding you along. So every time it seemed like I got a handle on some kind of story, it was, you know, makes me second guess it, right? So much of this movie just playing out in my own head, as I said, no, the narrative story, all that stuff, but also everything that is off camera, because you're never looking at the, the subject, even when, even when you're in the bedroom scene and you're seeing from the kid's perspective and you're seeing the dad and you look under the bed, like you barely seeing anything. They're not moving. You can't see their face. It's just, you're barely making out figures. It is crazy, right? Or you're lost in the visual noise that's like magic eye hypnotizing you in some ways. <clears throat> Very similar in some ways to like paranormal activity, right? It's not, it's the things you don't see that are scary. Right? This movie takes its time. Like, as an audience, you're just so out of control in this movie. And it's like, even to the point where, like, the things you're looking at have, have meaning. Like, you're so far from where things are happening. Like, the places you're looking. Everything is so far off camera. Not just, like, barely off camera. Far off camera. Like, around the corner. In a different room. Completely different area of the room where you're looking at the top right corner of a room where the ceiling meets the walls. It's just insane. And like I said, if you're somebody that that likes to eat edibles and, you know, you like scary movies, like you want, like it's controlled chaos when you eat a high dose edible. It can be too much, but if you know it's going to go away, right, it, it there's no better relaxation, in my opinion, than coming off a edible that was a little bit too strong right there's no better sense of relaxation and to pair that scariness of a too strong edible to pair that with a movie like this man they it, it should almost like this movie should come with like a a discount code for your local weed dispensary right like, there should be recommendations this movie is best 
experienced on a hundred milligram edible, which is a lot. Unless you're somebody that eats it a lot, that's a lot. <laughs> that's what I would do. Is hundred milligram, but uh, you, you, I'm telling you, you just, it's going to be a while. You might want to watch some cartoons after you watch this one, not creepy cartoons, right? Put on something that makes you happy. Put on like Parks and Rec or something. Um, yeah. And it's weird. The more I think about this movie, like even preparing, watching it, and then writing out my notes on it, like the more I think about it, like the more it's like amazing. It's not really entertaining, but like absolutely frightening experience, right? It accomplishes the thing that horror movies are supposed to do in a very original way and in a way that I'm sure majority people would hate. Either way, I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Skin and Marink. Uh, don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie reviews and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube if you're watching this. And until next time... Enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.